Hey there, welcome to episode 22 of the Cafe Genius Impresarios audio program. Today is Friday, July 28th, 2023. Another solo episode by yours truly, Dan Hugo. Solo episodes are kind of boring or informative, depending on how you look at it. They are, they're not as good as a discussion, but this episode is the, uh, a minor update on the Project DTP Retrospective which has yet to officially commence. That's what happens when you have an army of one. <laughs> Let's get to it. Uh, so <clears throat> the notion with the, and by the way, my allergies are totally going nuts today. If you are in Las Vegas and you do not suffer allergies, don't worry, you will. It is important to examine where we have been to be better prepared for where we are going. That sounds good, doesn't it? That's a Boy Scout motto, be prepared. Uh, also true of uh, so many other endeavors. So we, uh, we may have already forgotten, uh, so I will say it here. Those who cannot remember the past are condemned to repeat it. That is uh, George Santayana from The Life of Reason, 1905. Uh, variations of that, I'm sure, have um, been a part of your daily. <laughs> Those who cannot remember history are doomed to repeat it, and so on. There's a, there's a lot of variations. That one's pretty close, but um, I have been told by younger people that History is overrated. <laughs> uh, well, there's time to learn. So the downtown project, uh, I was a spectator. I was not uh, part of directly. I did not have a entrepreneurial venture that I brought to the Vegas area, <clears throat> but I was uh, an employee of Intel at the time. I was the only employee of Intel Corporation in the state of Nevada. I know that for a fact because of some of the administrata that uh, took place when I was hired to set up a virtual office so that I would be paid in Nevada with all that entails. Uh, later, there were two other people officially based in Nevada uh, for what that's worth. But I was traveling all the time, so I would frequently uh, make an appearance downtown during the downtown podcast, during the uh, work in progress dinner, which was also on Wednesday, if I recall. Uh, various other gatherings, endeavors, the downtown lowdown, different um, different ways of finding out what was happening. And of course, I talked to people all the time, um, just general social engagement. But I was not a part of the downtown project. I was merely a spectator. In fact, I did not live downtown either. Still don't. I live way up in uh, Centennial Hills. If anybody's familiar with the area, it's a safe distance. <laughs> so my, uh, yeah, my my day job made for these connection possibilities that were unparalleled today. Uh, I used to say my Intel business card, though they are very cheap, they're printed on very light stock <clears throat> with, uh, as someone, uh, it had a rounded one rounded corner. And so the joke was that Intel is always cutting corners. Uh, but it did make for some great, uh, networking here in Nevada, Southern Nevada, especially. And then obviously in my world travels, good times. But so, yeah, so I had, I had good access. I talked to a lot of people when I was here, but I, again, I cannot emphasize this enough. I was only a spectator. And so <clears throat> the downtown project retrospective still makes sense for anyone who is considering because the downtown project took place right here, uh, in some cases in our backyard, but in some cases in the front yard or <laughs> in the house. So it's here, the same footprint is being used by the innovation district, this general notion that there will be entrepreneurial innovation in the greater Vegas area, 
uh, sort of centered, depending on how you look at it, either in the innovation district in Las Vegas <clears throat> city proper or and or in the innovation district of uh, Clark County. So we'll see. But the downtown project is still a, a great source of uh, recent, topical, geographically local information. And uh, from my perspective, again, as a spectator, I think there were <clears throat> a great many things that did work. Uh, I sometimes am asked if I am uh, in some way being overly critical of Mr. Shea. Rest in peace, Tony. Um, but no, <clears throat> this is not about an individual, although certainly he was... Uh, an inspirational figure and led some of it, although leadership in a holocratic organization moved around, but this is not about uh, the work of a person. It is about the, the infrastructure of the downtown project, the on the ground systems, interactions, community development, whether it would be considered a community or multiple communities, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So there, there are a lot of aspects of the downtown project that are worth some reflection, some retrospective consideration. And so we can compare not only the greater Vegas entrepreneurial ecosystem to other cities, but we can compare it to the greater Vegas ecosystem of the downtown project era, which I am going to say roughly is from about 2013 to 2018. It was a five-year mission to uh, boldly go, et cetera. So uh, I, I could be, I could be wrong. I could be starting, or I cannot remember when uh, Zappos moved into the uh, old city hall building. It arguably, started somewhere around then. Um, it's hard to say when it officially, if it ever did end. So I'm I'm expressing a, uh, a line in the sand date range, and that's subject to change. But essentially, uh, can we compare? what occurred during the downtown project to the modern day as <clears throat> the campaign plank Nevada will be the most entrepreneurial state in the United States, uh, posited by a current governor, Joe Lombardo. Uh, can that happen in Southern Nevada with the benefit of lessons learned during the downtown project? That's the question. So there are some objectives to this retrospective project, which at this time has one uh, driver, my army of one, me, myself, and I, and several people from the uh, the downtown project time frame uh, who were much more directly involved than myself, who have expressed an interest in uh, the early adoption phase. And hopefully, if they all find this very interesting, they will share with their friends and their colleagues from that time period. As I reminded people frequently, I did not know everyone. I still don't. Some of the people I did know are long gone. Not everyone wants to look back so uh, in such detail. So, but yeah, I was I, again not being a not being on the team so much, but on, as a spectator, I could only observe. Uh, but I was not in the thick of it. I was not funded uh, within the downtown project. I did attempt to connect downtown project entrepreneurs with the UNLV at least engineering, uh, there seemed to be a, a dearth of talent. The talent pool was not so deep as far as uh, engagement directly with downtown project. So I did attempt to make that bridge based on my experiences with uh, the clinic program at Harvey Mudd College, my alma mater. So that 
that was probably about as involved as I actually got on the ground. And of course, I attended various events, like I said, downtown podcast, the work in progress dinners, the downtown lowdown. Um, uh, there were various social engagements, uh, a lot of serendipitous collisions, which I to this day maintain is a nice idea, but not a business model, in my opinion. So these are the sorts of uh, things, you know, what what worked, what didn't. <clears throat> uh, these will be subjective, sort of a questionnaire format is what I'm envisioning, and there will be no rush. Uh, the downtown project is not going anywhere. It's uh, if if it is still in downtown, it's that's where it is. Uh, questions answered will be useful whenever they are answered. Uh, probably a questionnaire format, and so subjective questions about uh, individual experiences as an entrepreneur, as a maybe you're a spectator too. What did you see? What did you think? Uh, could be things like, you know, what did you think you were getting yourselves into, you and possibly your team, if you had one, versus what did you find yourself getting into? Were the things that you were hoping for or, or expected, were they here? Did they work? Uh, I'm being slightly vague right now because I'm still formulating these different survey verticals. Uh, we'll probably look at things like uh, the four pillars that I've espoused for an entrepreneurial ecosystem. So uh, I call them education slash access to talent, talent pool, uh, government participation, infrastructure, regulation, etc. cetera. Uh, access to capital, that's, that's sort of a given, but there are probably some nuances there. And then uh, community. Community I differentiate from ecosystem. Community is part of the ecosystem, not the other way around. Uh, I've actually had this discussion with a friend of the show, Tyler Williams, uh, concerning the use of the word and all the expectations that come with it. It's one reason I prefer ecosystem to community uh, as, on a, as a basis. Uh, an ecosystem is not so easily changed. Uh, communities emerge from an ecosystem and may, uh, may thrive or may not, depending on the, what the ecosystem can provide. So the, the pillars that make an ecosystem um, turn into something, if you will, right? Uh, the emergence of the existence of the fertile ground from which to emerge uh, communities. So these four things will probably be the root of the survey focus, fo foci, however you pronounce that word, multiple focus. And uh, as we gather uh, responses, and we'll hope that people will spread that word. So uh, we'll start there. And then there will probably be some dialing in of um, additional focus in different areas. This will hopefully be a painless but iterative process to reach the subjective, to reach as many people as possible, to get some uh, subjective responses to presented subjective questions. Hopefully they'll be honest. I would very much like to have um, a, a written portion, uh, some, some opinions, some expository writings, if you will. I think that would be intensely useful. Uh, I would like to enable people to do that without attaching their name to it if possible. Um, on the other hand, I don't want to wade through angry spamming and so on. So we'll, we'll have to see how this goes. Uh, but again, the, the take home will be obviously the people participating and anyone from the downtown project times might find the, the final outcome. If it takes the form of a report or a collection of 
statistical summary information. We'll see. We'll see what we actually end up with. Um, but you know, so so obviously historically, for those looking back, uh, a walk down memory lane, perhaps that would be fine. That'd be great. Actually, those are fun. Uh, hopefully, they will not dredge up bad memories. I I have spoken to a few people in the minority of of the total number of people I've spoken with, certainly. But some people do not want to reflect on that time frame and probably don't want to be reminded. So that's that's okay too. So we uh, we would like to though determine one of the outcomes of this will be determining which parts of the downtown project worked and which did not, so that we can take those learnings and apply them to the modern day. There is a notion, um, I just read this the other day, that innovation, uh, which I, by the way, I now refer to the entrepreneurial innovation ecosystem, two great tastes, go great together, peas and carrots. So uh, innovation is in our DNA here in the greater Vegas area. I would argue it is not, but again, I have one viewpoint. I would like to get many uh, there will be people from the downtown project who can opine on that time frame, And what I would be curious to know is whether any individual, this is an example of the line of questioning I would like to pursue. If any individual who came to, who, who made the journey, the pilgrimage to the downtown project area, geographical area, and participated in with their own entrepreneurial venture, it doesn't have to be tech, it could be anything, uh, did you find, but hopefully innovative, that is, uh, and I, th- for a while this was true, uh, downtown in general was not the destination of uh, a franchise business or so on. It was uh, usually one-offs, local businesses. I think that's a good idea. That is no longer true. Uh, downtown East Fremont, I think, is less less common to see, but certainly in the Fremont, uh, under the Viva Vision, you're you're always finding the Starbucks and the uh, the subways, the chains, and all that. But East Fremont was, uh, as far as I could tell, was essentially all about local business and startup entrepreneurial efforts. So let's assume that's true. If when you came here, did you find um, did you find access to uh, people to hire a challenge? Did you have uh, trouble having uh, getting access to money to capital, etc.? So. Uh, how can we apply those to now? Was innovation really in our DNA? Did you find that most of the people you were encountering when it came to hiring talent or getting access to capital or maybe even the emergent community or ease communities, uh, were the people you were interacting with mostly from elsewhere? Las Vegas is a transient, greater Vegas, in fact. It's very transient. A lot of people come here from other places. A lot of people don't stay forever. So were you encountering more uh, collaborative potential, more synergy, if you like? That's always a good word. Uh, were you encountering that synergy from people that were here, locals? Um, local, by the way, so I've lived here for 10 years, by the way. So as a 10-year as a local, I will say um, I will never be a native. But at this point, 10 years in, I would consider myself a local. So why not? Uh, but is from your memory, if you are participating, do you look back at that time and think, yeah, I did encounter a lot of people who grew up in Vegas or who had lived here for quite some time who wanted to be innovative, who wanted to take part in innovation, who, and again, it could be innovation in hospitality, food service, uh, anything service industry, it could be anything retail, it could be anything tech. Just the notion of doing something unusual outside the, the comfort zone 
Uh, I would argue that that's uh, probably the case, that you were encountering these people from other places. They did, in those cases, travel for the sake of their ideas. So that's a notion that I would like to test. There are many, so we'll see. So, and, and of course, we'll compare the subjective data and we'll try to get some objective data from the time period and then that time period forward. Um, there was always some confusion about, you know, which startups actually found success downtown, which ones were funded and departed. We had a nice podcast episode with Dylan Bathurst about his experience with Rummager. Uh, there was always the question about uh, access to capital from outside of the greater Vegas area and whether there were those strings attached where they tug on the string to have you relocate. Uh, so we can, we can look at the, uh, the objective outcomes if we can find sufficient data for that and compare with some of the subjective opinions and views and recollections from the time. And we'll come up with a picture so that rather than, <clears throat> well, I'm about to, I was about to get, use motivated reasoning to describe motivated reasoning. So rather than making the claim or claims about uh, the fortitude of our entrepreneurial innovation ecosystem, we can look at the recent past and the current present and see how things align and see if we can predict the future by rec recalling the past. How about that? So there you go. I, uh, I hope this has been a useful sort of a reset of uh, the notion. The pursuit of the retrospective, I think, will be highly valuable, more so than some people think. Uh, again, I've, I've heard that history is useless <laughs> from um, gen, what is, what is uh, under 30 right now is Gen Z, right? <clears throat> so some Gen Zers have uh, scoffed at the notion, but people from the Downtown Project era have been generally interested I cannot say that the city of Las Vegas itself is interested, even though downtown project took place in within the administrative boundaries of the city of Las Vegas, but not a tremendous amount of in interest there, more interest in visiting other cities. And so again, this I find fascinating. Uh, I will reiterate my own take. Uh, I worked in Silicon Valley for 15 years, I think it is. 1993, 2001, 2005, 2013, however long that is, a long time, uh, a long time in internet years. And I will say it again, as I've said before many times, um, we do not need to be the next Silicon Valley. That has been done. We can see where that got people. You cannot possibly visit Silicon Valley today and believe that this is what we should be. If you're going to do that, you should visit Silicon Valley in 1947. So get yourself a time machine and Stanford or professor, I can't remember his name again. <laughs> I really got to write that on my hand or something. Uh, Thornton something. No, that's a person at the, uh, Las Vegas special Olympics. Uh, anyway, there's a professor who I will, uh, someday I'll, I will interview his uh, offspring perhaps, but a walk down memory lane would be useful in that regard. Anyway. So if we can't, uh, go all the way back and develop the culture, that is Silicon Valley of that time. That's where the Silicon in Silicon Valley came from, that time period. The Traitorous Eight, Gordon Moore, Robert Noyce, Andy Grove of Intel fame, and the uh, various other companies that sprang forth, and the hierarchy of historical innovators who decided to break free of their employer and you know, start their own thing. That was, that was the culture of Silicon Valley for a long time, and it wasn't at scale. It wasn't receiving cash infusions from venture capitalists and so on, but uh, when I think of being the next Silicon Valley, that the, the, that time frame is important, the, the late 40s. Uh, 
post-World War II, uh, post-war inventions, if you will. So I'd rather see us be a better Vegas. So don't try to be the next Silicon Valley. That's been done. Be a better Vegas. And uh, I think I said better Las Vegas, but the, a better, greater Vegas, if you will. Be a, be a greater Vegas. So I'm hoping that by looking back and talking to people who were there, who have been there, done that, maybe they still have the T-shirt on, uh, that we can learn from our, our pioneers, if you will, who brought a entrepreneurial enclave to the downtown area to see what might happen. So that's the goal. We'll see what happens. The retrospective project itself has not kicked off. So if you are listening to this and you are wondering, hey, I have not heard anything about this, that's okay. Uh, you will. Uh, there's still some some details about implementation, about how best to, uh, as, as, one, as at least one person has suggested in the past, uh, just use Google Forms. The, those work for everything. And that may or may not be true. Uh, Google Forms might work. Uh, some custom capture might work. A combination of both. The website where this will appear uh, will start out on the cafegenius.org website. Two Fs, like Cafe Central in San Francisco, where Twitter, or whatever it's called now, launched so many years ago. A, a cafe of innovation in the San Francisco South Park. I've been there many times. It's a, it is a cool spot. There should be a Cafe Centro, which was the name of the shop. Cafe Centro should be here in, uh, here in Vegas, somewhere in our innovation district, but who knows? Arguably, that is uh, presently Desert Wind Coffee Roasters on the west side, not in the innovation district. So something to think about. On that note, uh, if you are interested in the downtown project retrospective, if you are of the time and you would like to participate, watch this space. Uh, there are several people, Tyler Williams, Amy Groth, uh, Della Rucker, who else? Sean Looker, who is one of my fellow board members at Innovate for Vegas. There are people that were interested and still are and who were actually a part of, much more directly than I was, uh, the downtown project, whether as a employee of Zappos or uh, participating indirectly or directly in a startup as part of the downtown project and so on. So there will be several people who will, who you will know if you're interested in this. And they will probably come to you if everything works to plan. And you should be, um, you should be hearing about this from at least one or possibly more people who, who were there, who you'll remember. You may not know me. That's okay. Statistically, most likely, that you will have no idea who I am. That's totally fine. So on that note, uh, look for it coming soon. I have so many other things going on. It's ridiculous, but this is important. It is, uh, it is coming. And we will definitely make use of whatever results we can capture. So thank you for listening. Uh, tell your friends. Cafegenius.org. C-A-F-F-E. Genius. No space, no hyphen, no dash, no nothing. Cafegenius.org. And uh, stay tuned to this podcast channel for future audio program episodes about this and various other things about our entrepreneurial innovation ecosystem. Thanks.